My Talkers, it is Thursday, August 12th. We're hanging out with Lori and Julia today, and hopefully we'll see some of you guys down at the Cat Video Festival tonight at CHS Field in St. Paul. We're going to have some fun. There's tickets are still available at the door if you guys want to come by. Absolutely. Now, we should check the weather. Oh, it's going to be beautiful. Oh, it's beautiful. beautiful. It's high right now, I think they said, for 80 for today. And Sep- it's yeah. it's going to be breezy, very low humidity, so it's not going to be hot and sticky. Yeah. And by the time 7 or 8 close, comes around, it's going to get down to about 75. Nice. Perfect. Perfect. You're going to want to bring a little jacket because this is going to feel chilly. It might. We're used to our heat. I, I know. I wore a long sleeve shirt and people are like, it's going to be warm. I'm like, no. Not tonight. Not, not tonight. tonight. Well, I am very proud of our show today, Julia. Once again. <laughs> because <laughs> when you say something like that, no, I it really, makes me worried. Don't like, be worried. What did we do? Well. Or what did you do? Not, no, it's we. But I mean, both the morning show and then the show that follows okay, called so- Don and Steve. They both of those shows got seven and a half minutes of joy, shade, laughs, talking about our show. At our expense. At, at, but <laughs> at our expense and at our, I, you know. You're welcome. Pro- you're welcome. And thank you. And thank you. For promoting us. Because uh, the morning show, well, they were really, Grant, they called you a traitor. Because yeah. you are the one who told me that YouTube isn't live. Well, actually, I take that back. It was the morning show that made it public to our listeners. But okay. then remember, if we want to be real correct here, Stevie Boy came over. He did. He told and us. And he was the one that kind of blew the surprise. I just kind of blamed it on the morning show accidentally. Oh, got it, got it. Oh, so, yeah, it was Steve. Did he tell me? Yes, we were all sitting there together. Yes. And but Steve- you didn't listen. You will listen out of half your ear. Well... Maybe that's possible. <laughs> so I, I have to admit, I was wrongfully accusing the morning show, but they did bring it to the public's attention. So let's just put yeah. that straight. Well, I mean, I think everyone should have gone along with my plan, which was that we have a worldwide YouTube audience watching our radio show from all over the world. We do. Yeah, but I and mean, we should be streaming France. live nonstop. Yeah, I mean, I really did think that, and I, I know you did. I'm going to go back to thinking that every once in a while when I do my show and tell. I love the show and the tell you and te- because you, I love YouTube. it. I can imagine someone driving and. Now I'm showing you a picture. Now look, look here. Look at, at Milo Ventimiglia and you're driving. <laughs> and Lori would, and first of all, when she's showing things, because if you do Zoom and you touch your hair, backwards. everything is backwards. Yes. I spend so much time messing with my hair here on the wrong side. Right. But it's backwards. Now, Gran is, Gran is doing show and tell today for everyone driving. I hope you can see it. Yeah, it's got the weather report right there. I hope you yeah. see it. <laughs> so, so anyway, so those guys, you know, the morning show, you know, Jason and those guys were, you know, yip yapping away and having quite a bit of fun. Yes. Like enjoying it. And they were all laughing. I mean, it was such a genuine moment of radio for them. I love you it. Know? So that was fun. And okay. then then Donna and Steve, I should have known that Steve would say something. But yesterday, you know, because that is a show that I do happen to be out and about quite a Always. bit with. Same. That's the one I listen to the most because it works in my lifestyle. Yeah. So I had heard those guys talking about uh, reading Billy Summers, the new Stephen King. And I'm obsessed. I love Stephen King. I've Always. read so much Stephen yep. King. He's been giving a I've great, read too. he's been giving great couch doing, I mean, he was on The View. He was on Colbert. He's just been everywhere. And the rave reviews, People Magazine gave it their pick last week. Whoa, okay. It's a very different kind of a book. It's basically, it's a noir Okay. Which I probably have to explain that to Steve the next time I see him, what noir <laughs> is. 
N O I R. And, um, but it's about a hitman with a conscience. Oh, I like that. Okay. So it's, you know, uh, anyway, so I heard them talking about it. And I thought, are they starting a book club? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, you tried to get me going, and I said, Lori, yeah, they're no. going to read a book. It will take forever. It, well, and, okay. But, I mean, they were talking about, like, this was going to be a thing. Like, they're going to, yeah. and I'm like. Weekly check-ins. I'm like. I Who read s- chapter one? Right. Call right. in. So, today, Steve tells Donna that he has, you know. He had an making, encounter with you at yeah, the coffee stand. Right. And that he's making fun of us and, you know, kind of just, to, you know, like, what do First we First of all, thing? never even knew that we had, had a, a book, book club. club. Which, that's, that's. But Donna fine. knew everything. <laughs> yeah, she did. She defended us, and she be, and when he said, "We're going to talk about the book every week," and I thought, "Now that is a hellish book club." We all know <laughs> from going to book club when you are part of a book club that it can be hell to keep people on topic. Half the group doesn't read the book; right. they don't like that kind mm-hmm. of a book, whatever it might be. It's and we I should thought, call in and be part of it. Oh my god! I <laughs> Give your own review of the book. I'm like, you're going to talk about a 500 page book once a week, a little bit at a time. This is you might as well put nails in your eyes. It's just agony. Okay, this is an agonizing book club to be a member of. And Donna admitted, she said, we're never going to finish this book. And Steve goes, well, we never finish anything. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. So thank you, Donna, for the defense. Rocco said he's blocked out most of his time with us, but he did admit that, you know, we do have a book club and we have we read authors a book on a week and we at least. Read, yeah, read anyway. So I, and that was seven minutes on their show. So well, now morning. we've just spent... Yeah, seven minutes on our show talking about their shows. So let's get on Colleen and Bradley. Well, Colleen and Bradley, we don't. There's we we haven't had anything because we with those guys. literally are just cramming when their show is on. Yeah. So anyway, we'll find something. It's kind of a funny kerfuffle. It is funny. It's funny. I think it's funny. Mm-hmm. I think it's funny. But but um, he tried to call it book club gate. He's trying to start something because I think <laughs> I think what Steve is trying to do is. Maybe rely less on the machine for stories and have organic stories. Oh, you know, wait a minute. Like that, that was such a dig. See? <laughs> my favorite. Mike okay. is going off right This now. was like such a dig. Please, Shame. Please come did, and pull up a chair under my shady palm no, tree. No kidding. No, but you want to know what's so funny is they're so funny. I mean, both yep. those shows are so funny. The shows here, and we listen to our own programming because we like it. Right. You know, so this is who we choose to listen to is our own shows, which is great. And yeah. Steve called you a radio legend. Oh, yeah. He did. He I heard that. radio legend. I heard so. a lot of compliments yeah. in there. Yeah. There are not enough deaths in the world I think I might lay my head down right now on this one. Just yeah. But the, my favorite is Steve said, how would I know they have a book club? They're, I'm on every day when they're on. Well, of course. Yeah. So. But I mean, that 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 we're going to talk about the book every week. Lori's just like, are, are they trying to bore the listeners? I mean. <laughs> this is they need to abandon the book ship immediately. I wonder they, if people think they're going to talk about the housewives again. Yeah, I will just go ahead and read Billy Summers <laughs> and, and give I'll give a, a book review uh, yes. for it because I'll finish it, you know, months before that. <laughs> months. Like a week before that. I mean, I'll finish it like I'll read it next week. I know you will. Yeah. Uh, a little busy this weekend with the Blues Fest. No time for reading. No, Only Lori's packed again. Festin. She's packed again to get out of town. It's look at look at the look at her face. Like you're like looking like you almost want to complain about how busy oh. you were today, getting ready to go have fun. Uh, no, I feel I feel like you're on the oh, verge no. of it. I wasn't going to complain about it. I'm what I was going to say. It's a very different 
packing, going from a backpack. That's all you took. That's all I took last week on my trip to multiple bags of things. Yes. Booze, and staying in hats, a hotel. mugs, clothes. Repeat. And you're packing for you and your sister. Yeah. Because she's coming from Sturgis with a backpack. Yeah. Oh, God, Lori, you're oh, going to have wow. so much fun. Good times. <sighs> you're going to have so fun. Now, I'm... You're preparing for a tennis tournament. And a golf tournament. There oh, you go. hit the links. Nice. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not playing. My either. elbow will be working and your whole body will be working. Yeah, <laughs> You're going to be gonna, lifting beers? <laughs> and then she's going to look at her and go to her sister, look at my feet, they're swelling. 12-ounce curls? How come my sweets are 12-ounce curls? Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Meow. 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 It's funny because Hannah just posted a picture of you and I and Steve Patterson, Lori, at the Cat Video Festival from a couple years ago. And I'm like, that's funny. She must have been listening. Maybe she No, and we're talking about it. All right. So drama in the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills around the big lawsuit with Erica Jane and Tom Girardi. I mean. Tell us. Okay. So watching the Real Housewives last night. Because we're watching a real life Trial and crime unfold on reality. The trial doesn't happen. Right, but crime. Behind the scenes of the crime, kind of. Well, we're not even getting behind the scenes of the crime yet. We're just getting <laughs> lawsuits, indictments, nope. and newspaper I articles. I don't know why I spoke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I don't know why either. You're not earning your diamonds. <laughs> Garcelle and Sutton are earning their diamonds. Right, so Didn't you watch that thing? I did. Okay. I did. So, I mean, when I was watching it, I, I, I must have said... Biatch, please, to Lisa Rinna 15 times because I have never seen anyone more. She she has bullied. All right. She you, bullied, she bullied everyone in the past. Hadid about, about Lyme's disease. That's right. She bullied Kim Richards about her addiction. She was big part of bullying. And when I say bullying, she's bullying Enster in the pot, LVP and Puppygate, yep. Denise Richards over her sex life. And now that you actually have true scandal, you have somebody who is married to a man who embezzled money from orphans, burn victims, plane crash victims, people, I mean, survivors, survivors yeah. of really, she doesn't have boo to say. She's just got making her big lips tremble. And always wearing a bucket hat for every breakfast. So I don't know if she's wearing a wig when she's oh. every, that's why she's wearing a bucket hat. Every, mm-hmm. Have you noticed? Every morning yeah. she gets up, she's got a hat on. Yeah, they're, they're all staying, the housewives are staying in this Palm Springs area. Yeah. Anyway, she, I mean, it just makes me, but stealing from widows and stuff is okay. So it was kind of amazing just how hypocritical she is. And we got... Uh, an inside, we found out why at the end of the show that Erica last week was so triggered by Garcelle saying to the rest of the ladies, did you guys know that Tom calls her every day trying to get her to talk? And That's and, the husband that is being indicted. Yeah, Tom Girardi, yeah. who is pleading the fifth, by the yes. way. His lawyer has already said that. He will not testify at the Lion Air uh, meeting because he can. He'll incriminate himself because right. he stole money. Yeah. And embezzled money, whatever you want to call it. And so Erica last week, you know, we had a meltdown. <gasps> you know, really her Betty Davis dramatic. <gasps> oh, Lori. Oh, Lori. Oh, you know, Lori. it was so pathetic. Okay. <laughs> and the reason why she reacted that way and then left the ladies a day early is because at the end of the show, 
the L.A. Times story, the first big explosive story that came out like December of last year, and that's when this was all being filmed, uh, came out, and it was a pretty scathing, and Erica is mentioned in it because she's been indicted along with Tom. And so she knew this story was coming out in the L.A. Times. She didn't know what day, but she's kind of setting up you know, oh, poor little Erica doesn't know anything. Well, I'll tell you what, when that story came out, you would have thought and none of those Beverly Hills ladies knew how to read. It's so long. Oh, my gosh, this is such a long story. I mean, <laughs> they, these these gals wouldn't shut up about Puppygate. They would have read anything in Radar, but the L.A. Times, I don't know. So Sutton Strack, earning her diamonds, she came down and she's like, ladies, I read that whole story. And this is kind of a, they do this after the show thing, but, and we're going to hear some clips of Sutton talking to the ladies in the morning after the story came out. And she and Garcelle are talking about, well, just what is this, Erica? Right, what does this mean? Drops, And it not only contains shocking allegations about Tom, but it also alleges Erica might have had a financial involvement in the situation. This is when I got a little, the hair raised up for me. If Erica's business is under her name and was accepting these funds, that's trouble. That's not good. It's a very dense article (laughs) and it's a lot of public record and it includes Erica in the indictment and it spans 20 years. The Boeing victims were not paid. There's not only orphans involved, there's a burn victim. There's a group of women. The um, hormone. Yes, they weren't paid. I started to question a lot of things immediately. I mean, how do you have a business and not know? To be devil's advocate here, maybe she didn't know. But if her name is on that LLC, she is responsible for that LLC. We all have LLCs. If $20 million is coming into your LLC, you are responsible to know where that money is coming from. And I don't like someone saying, I don't know where that money came from. You guys share everything, like in terms of both on the house, both on finances. All of that is kept very far away from me. I don't like That's it. That's Erica. I think it's irresponsible and it makes women look bad. That, and that's, that's it. I'm sorry. I don't like it. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Yeah. But you know what? I started thinking about what we had heard that first night in La Quinta that Garcelle missed. I called you and I said Tom's had a car accident, which is true. Oh, we, but can I just stop. Stop. we can just yeah. stop. We can stop there. But it was, Sutton did say on the show last night, she said, ladies, if the devil himself put money in your LLC, you're responsible for it. And Erica, you can, it's interesting because in real time as we're watching, you can see the ladies struggling with how to react to this on camera right. because they don't they don't know how fans will react and they have to decide whether they stick with Erica or Sutton, who they seem to agree with, but they're afraid of like how they look. But they, none of them were afraid to bully about all this BS stuff every other season before it. And and. uh you know, it's kind of it, it, it. Sutton is also trying to explain to the ladies, we're putting ourselves in risk 
for what we say on camera because we could be called to testify. Sure. Because these lawyers are taking notes. On this show. And when you when you talk about everyone has an LLC, I mean, it's just something that you, you and I have one. Yeah. Had one. It's dissolved. When but, you have I mean, a business. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and uh, you know, she's so Sutton is trying to say them. Save them because you don't want to get subpoenaed in this mess. And um, I love that she has the balls to call her out. I mean, if a lesbian affair was questioned for an entire season in the puppy gate, it is really kind of pathetic to see these grown, grown up, rich white women trying to coddle Erica when, of course, she has to know more than she knows. And her fake soap opera acting is really an insult to soap opera actors everywhere okay i'm dying to know what other people thought about this i mean i'm dying i know we don't have time right now but if, if well we could have people yeah, call if in, you want to call uh, we but can they talk gotta about wait it. like five minutes yeah but i mean the whole cast i mean and, and dorit is like oh and her eyes are huge because she and her husband went through something no they owe money they have a yeah. tax lien after them and now the big rumor is lisa rinna and harry hamlin are all upside down on their mortgage so wow. there's a, a lot of things going on, and maybe Erica's LLC invested in Lisa Rinna Beauty, but Lisa Rinna, the fans are not having, they're not liking her right now. No. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's this. I can't wait to watch more of this show. <laughs> Good Lord. All right, we'll be back. I, I don't have any respect for Erica Jane or Lisa Rinna, let me tell you. I don't know if other people agree with me or not, but that is a good sign because I know we're going to talk about Chris Hewitt's review and respect. But If anyone wants to weigh in on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, I mean, it is crazy right now. 651-641-1071. I'm just reading, you know, that her businesses, Tom Giretti's law firm, allegedly loaned a strange wife, Erica Jane's businesses, over $20 million. Uh So that she's not paid back that she's and that not she's paid spent, back. yes, which is why she's crying because she doesn't have her money anymore. But she's been living off victims money for years, for years, as he ran a legal Ponzi scheme based on his reputation from wow. Aaron Brockovich. And he really was in L.A. one of the like maybe like the Earl Grey or Mesh Besher, you know, sure. of L.A. Everybody yeah. know, knew his name. And if there was any kind of a, you know, consumer, uh, mass consumer lawsuit or something, he was the go-to guy. He was people's number one, right. number one pick. And, I mean, it's just... Uh, it's it's To me, the thing that's so... It's just disrespectful and disgusting how Erica has been... Acting like, you know, she's all of a sudden poor and was just in the blind and Lisa Rinna. And I I mean, I just feel like there is just a lot. Well, it's making this season good. Oh, yeah. It's making it a fun season to watch because it's real life on top of the reality. You know right. what I mean, and 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 Garcelle. So I think it's kind of compelling. Garcelle and Sutton are earning their diamonds. Yeah, I know. Boy, Garcelle, I like her a lot, and she asks questions, and everyone's pissed at her for asking normal questions anyone would ask anyone else. Because when you look at what those women did, how they went, how they go after everybody yeah. over all this, like, I mean, not Kim Richards with the addiction, and when, but you know, a lot of the other stuff has been so petty. It has. Been. So even if Denise Richards did have something going on with, uh. Brandy Glanville, that's her business. Mm. It felt like they were shaming someone 
for their own sex positive agreements right. and relationships and stuff. I mean, oh man. All right, let's talk about respect. Okay, let's you talk have some about respect. Uh, yeah, let's talk about Chris Hewitt's um, review of respect. What did he say about it? He basically it? just said, um, here's the headline Music makes respect sing, but the Aretha Franklin bi- biopic feels phony. And he says, we followed the same template of mo- other musical um, biopics mm-hmm. struggle, stardom, addiction, redemption. Yeah. And he says, you know, it's it does all this, but it tries to include everything in her life. It doesn't take a piece of it. Like we talked yesterday, like Elton John's life had a piece of it. Um, she said every cliche. He said every cliche is there. He basically said after that great movie came out a couple of years ago, Amazing Grace about Aretha Franklin. Oh, the documentary. Documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, if you really want to show her some R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Watch that. Watch that. So I'd say he's giving it like a two. Two stars. Yeah. Shoot. Well, I mean, the reason to see it is for Jennifer Hudson. Yeah, I know. I'm going to, I will see it. I know you will, but yeah. I don't know that you'll go to a movie theater. Maybe I won't. Maybe I already I know. I already see it happening. Yeah. And you could also watch uh, Genius on, you know, where the, sure. wherever National Geographic streams with right. um, Cynthia Revo because she was terrific in that. See, the problem was the family was involved. Yeah. So they were... They want now rub out the stains. Some of the some of the stories yep. that, that, that that was Roger Friedman's mm-hmm. complaint with the movie too. So that one, but here is um, something if you want to watch something good. Yeah, um, Coda. We talked about this yesterday for a second. It's on Apple Plus, and it's with Marley Matan, Matlin, Duh. Marley Matlin. Uh huh. And Coda stands for Children of Deaf Adults. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be wonderful. Oh, good. And it's got a kid from Duluth, Daniel Durant. He stars as her brother in this, and he's supposed to be really good. He's really cute, mm-hmm. a Duluth boy. Oh. And it's about um, a, young, a young girl born into a deaf family. Her brother's deaf. Both of her parents are deaf, and she takes choir and can sing. Mm-hmm. And then what ensues from that? Oh, but it's supposed to be lovely, yeah. and Chris gave that three out of four stars. Okay. And that's on Apple+. Plus. Grant, did anybody call about our housewives? Yeah, we had one caller oh, who wanted oh God, she, Just say we had 20. She, yeah. <laughs> she, well, We're going to learn you how, We have to teach you how to she, up the, There up were the multiple, multiple calls, you okay. guys. But one caller didn't want to go on air, and mm-hmm. she mentioned that Lisa Renna had invested uh, $5 million into Erica Jane's lipstick line. Oh! And that's why he thinks that she's being a little... The other way around. Erica oh, oh, Jane me, other, invested in, in Lisa, Lisa Renna's, Renna's be- lip oh. There we go. So it's so, the money. Well, that's what I I had said that yes. that might be one of the things because Lisa Rinna looks so uncomfortable, and now she told Andy last night she was in the clubhouse with Gary Janetti, and they showed a trailer of that horrible Prince George thing on yes. HBO Max, and Lisa Rinna is in it. Yes, she as, is as as herself. Yep. But she was just like she said, Andy, I've grown and learned from last year, and I thought, yeah. She's coming out with a new line of makeup, too, coming soon. <sighs> I love Lisa Renner. I hate it that she's... But that makes sense. It's money. Yeah. It, it's money. I get it. And she so then could if, be in hot water because they are going to forensically untangle all of that and, and then find she out where be, everything is. If her lip lipstick line isn't making enough money, be accountable to give that money back or something. I don't know. Well... Yeah. You know. That makes sense, though. Yeah. Why she's being such a defender? Yeah, of Erica because everyone Jane. else is kind of like they've never been great friends. I mean, Lisa's trying. First to of all, who could be good friends with that Erica woman? Jane. She's so cold. cold. She's one of the coldest. Yeah, 
people we've ever seen on reality TV. And the only reason that people liked her was that she was so over the top. So over the top and outrageous about had, her glam squad and yeah, everything. Yeah. That I okay. kind of loved it. Okay. I got to tell you a cute yes. little story about your funny girl, which is coming oh, back to Broadway. Yes, for the first time since 1964. You were correct. Uh, Beanie Feldstein was uh, um, chosen to, and you know, she's the sister of Jonah Hill. I forget that. Yeah. Thank you for the reminder. Yeah, I Bernie, do forget that. Yes. Urbini is the sister of Jonah Hill, and she put out a statement. She said, the first time I played Fanny Bryce was at my third birthday party in a head-to-toe leopard print outfit my mom made for me. So it's safe to say that stepping into this iconic role on Broadway and not my family's backyard is truly my lifelong dream come true. And she can't wait for the audience to see it. And... um you know, of course, Barbara Streisand, you know, when she was in that, everything changed. Her career took off like a rocket. Oh, everything No changed. Tony wins, but everyone was nominated for something. The movie came four years later, and Streisand split her Oscar win with Katherine Hepburn. That's right. And just FYI, Hello, Dolly and Carol Channing beat them in almost every category. Then in 1970, Barbara Streisand played Dolly in the movie. Mm-hmm. Crazy world. Anyway, but it's never been revived on Broadway, and I guess... You know, they didn't want to rain on anyone's parade, but it's coming next spring, so... I can't... This is just such a... It's such a fun movie. Well, this... The play will be delightful. And then Music Man is also on Broadway next spring with Hugh Jackman. So it'll be, you know... uh, Those will be two huge shows. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, also, Beanie starred in a movie last year called How to Build a Girl. I wonder if I saw that. The pandemic ruined the release, but it is... Wonderful, and she would have been a breakout star from that had it not been in the year she's, of COVID. She's everyone. But it's called How to Build a Girl. Oh, I see it. Yeah, great, yep. great movie. Yeah. So, anyway, well, that's kind of fun to know about Lori. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Barbara Streisand is really promoting her album. She was on ITV's um, uh, Lorraine. You know the show across the pond, like a morning. I have no show. idea who that is. It's a breakfast show. What okay. they call a breakfast show, a okay. morning show. Okay. Across the pond. And uh, they did ask her about Prince Charles. Because, you know, he has said before that, they, that she was a crush. Yes. And um, uh, they met in 1974. And she told him that he once sent her a bouquet of flowers before yes. he met Princess Diana. They would also spend time with one another at Charles' private residence. At Highgrove House, she said it was so sweet. I was recording at Warner Brothers. He asked to meet me. I offered him a sip of tea, and I thought they don't have to test test it for poison or something. Well, that's funny. But we became friends, and I loved spending time at Highgrove and spending some time with him. She better be writing about uh, this in the book, and she better be kissing and telling. And um, anyway, he sent her, you know, flowers and, uh, you know, Called himself her prince, and that's how they first met. Was he sent her flowers? She was uh, uh, doing a stage show or something, and she was like, she told ITV, "If I'd played my cards right, I could have been a Jewish, the first Jewish princess." I can hear her saying that. Can't you? I can totally hear her saying that. <laughs> so they had an affair. Those Is that two. what you're Hollywood speaking oh, out of that? For sure, they met at the Prince's Trust charity at Wembley Arena in London, and she. Prince Charles had a poster on his wall of her, and in an what unauthorized year? What year is this? Seven, 74. Okay. And the prince who said uh, 
he romanced her in November of 94 when he was in the U.S. and he had separated from uh, Princess Diana two years earlier. This was in 94. So they had known each other for over Mm -hmm. 20 years. And the way she is was the name of this unauthorized biography that said uh, that they had an affair. You know. All right. So... We'll see if she admits all of that. I wonder what's going to be in that and what's not. Oh, it better be everything. Well, I don't know. I, I it's don't 806, know. 24, 24 pages. pages. Her favorite number is 24. I mean, you guys, I she's got to be telling I us something. I listened to the album much. last night. And? Uh, and she's got, you know, it's when it's her rich, rich voice. And we got an email from somebody who says, I love, love, love Barbara Streisand. Oh, yeah. You have to listen. It's so good. It's so good. So um, it's fun. All right, listen. Release. Release me too, or something. I'll grab my duster and turn that on real yeah, quick. Yeah, I know. You're such right. a brat, you too. All right. <laughs> do you know the song, How Do You Solve a Problem Like Maria? Yes, that's why I said that earlier. Yeah, well, how do you solve a problem like Andrew? Well, that did you not hear me say any of that earlier? Oh, for, uh, do we listen to each other? No. Or are you just looking at the TV? No. The Zoom? No, I listen to you when we're on the air most of the time. But no, you don't, because I just said oh, all that like five minutes ago. How do you solve a problem, problem like, like Maria? Maria? Actually, you were not in studio. I didn't think it was so. when Holly was doing the dirt at the top yeah. of the hour, and I started seeing. Yeah, <laughs> there okay. we go. Yeah, there but we go. think alike. It's maddening. All right, yeah. we'll be back. Okay, so how do you solve a problem named Andrew? Well, let me tell you, Buckingham Palace and Clarence House is getting out there and letting us know because. Uh, we didn't really say yesterday. I think we just said that, you know, Andrew and Fergie were uh, up at Belmoral. Which yeah. They're there early. He was summoned there. Oh. Okay. Andrew is summoned there. And uh, he, Andrew is really living proof that sometimes it doesn't matter how rich and powerful uh, your parents are. You're never ending privilege isn't always able to bail your butt out of your sticky situation. Yeah, and so- Andrew is really in one it saved him so far from being inside of a jail cell, but it hasn't done much uh, to save him as the creepiest monarch uh, to go down, at least or uh, the creepiest son of Queen Elizabeth mm-hmm. because of his um, his continued, loyal, long-lasting relationship with Jeffrey Epstein, the convicted pedophile, pedophile rapist, mm-hmm. sex trafficker, all of that. And uh, he got sued civilly by uh, a 17-year-old Virginia Jeffrey, who said that, uh, uh, you know, that he uh, sexually assaulted her when she was 17 and he knew that she was a trafficked uh, woman because Ghislaine Maxwell was the introduction and that there are other people. And this and just happened this week. This happened he's this being week. And, yeah. uh, so he was summoned by his mom, by, mommy. His, by his mom. And it had been reported a couple months ago. I didn't believe that Charles wanted this, but the queen had hoped that Andrew could one day slither his back way back into doing, because remember he was asked to step down from all of his Royal duties. Yes, He still has his Royal Highness Prince Andrew. That hasn't been taken away yet, but, but then certain members of the Royal family, particularly William and Charles were said to be not for having him in that. They're just furious that he had this long association right. with Jeffrey Epstein and that he went on the BBC and was so oh, arrogant was so ridiculous. and yeah. lying and just everyone that the, the people that were on his side just were turning on him. So one of the things that, that, that was said that I couldn't believe, well, I'll give you two things. So here's a funny thing. Dame Cressida Dick 
who is the head of Scotland Yard. That is quite a name for London's top cop. Okay. Cita <laughs> Dick. Just, it is. It's, it's got a good, great that, it's it flow is. to it, yeah. She said today that the Metropolitan Police will review the investigations, uh, will review the rape ap- accusations against Prince Andrew and his friend, uh, the dead rapist, pedophile Jeffrey Epstein. It will be their third review and she said she will cooperate with American authorities because people have been calling for years on British authorities to investigate him. Mm-hmm. So Dame Cressida Dick was on the radio today saying no one is above the law. Not Got that it. anyone might believe that. But um, here's what Clarence House released today. Okay. The future king is among the senior royals who privately expressed concern over the handling of the Duke of York's latest legal crisis as it emerged it could overshadow the queen's historic platinum jubilee next year okay a source told the times the prince loves his brother and has the ability to have sympathy for the slings and arrows that his brother endures whatever the reason may be however this will be unwelcome reputational damage to the institution he's long ago concluded that is probably an unsolvable team or an unsolvable problem. Okay, so much wrong with that. Slings and arrows. I know. This is a rape accusation. I know it. Okay, we're not talking about a theater critic who took a dislike to some play yep. or an, a movie. An unsolvable situation. We're talking about sexual assault, and these people are minimizing it and talking about the damn Jubilee. It could overshadow it. Oh, my God, oh, yeah. our, our parade, our jubilee. I mean, that tells you everything here's, you need to know about well, how things work behind palace gates. But well, here's can, what's going to happen, basically. Yeah. He's going to make his brother go away and strip him of his title. Now. I think he's going to do it sooner. He won't than, be able to. Only the queen can. Okay, well, I think he's going to. He will do it after she's gone. His mom. I don't know, because they're talking about not wanting this to overshadow next year. He's an unsolvable problem, Julia. And um, the quote is just nuts. Uh, you know, he, and the source is, is not even saying that Charles has sympathy. He has the ability to have sympathy because he knows this is the making. <laughs> I mean, did you notice that? That that was the wording? Well, he loves and his has brother. the ability to have sympathy. Wow. Yeah. So he doesn't even, he's not even saying he has, a, I mean, this is, they tell you what they're really feeling. So he wow. has the ability to sympathize. They're worried about the jubilee in the parade. And um, it's an unsolvable problem. And he is going to lose at some point um, uh, his HRH status. Uh, there's no way, um, you know, that that'll probably okay, be able so to Okay, so I'm going to ask happening. you, I'm going to turn this around on you. If you mm-hmm. were the publicist right now for Clarence House and for the monarchy, Bucking, Buckingham, Buckingham Palace. Palace, what would you do? Well, I would say that um, I would say that everyone is pissed. I don't know that you'd say anything. Okay, first okay. of all, that was a terrible statement what they okay. put out. No one they they must be going. What are his lawyers doing? Yeah. What are the timing of this? Because the timing of all this will be the middle of next year. So they really are worried about that. So that's a bad thing. Um, they are very worried Andrew will damage the monarchy as more people. He already has. Yeah, he already has. And they can't really take much else away from them, from him. He's not a working royal. Anymore. I know. What else can they do? His That's title, what I'm trying to. So his, his title. ducal 
title, which is what he makes like $550,000 from okay. a year. So they could take that away from him. But I mean, Dan Wooten, who writes for the Daily Mail, he's very much, you know, Prince William. And he had some thoughts today. And um, senior royals have expressed just, their concern over Andrew's lawyers. That's all the senior royal is Prince William and Prince Charles. Yeah. I just love it that that Prince Charles has the ability, ability to have, have sympathy, sympathy for, for the brother. slings and arrows. For the slings and mm-hmm. arrows. And, and an unsolvable problem. Uh-huh. They're just saying we're stumped. Yeah. We don't know what to do. We don't know what to do. We don't know guy. what to do. He's my brother. How do you solve a problem like, like Maria? Andrew? Yeah, like yeah. Andrew. But he, you know, the the whole way uh, that this was worded, I, I just think when Charles gets to the throne, Andrew's days of balcony waving and parade marching are officially over. He won't even be out, be able to be out on the balcony no. with the rest oh, of the family. I can't even believe he is. He can't run from his problems forever, and he shouldn't because he doesn't have any sweat glands by his own account. <laughs> He, he he could get dangerously overheated. So he's never leaving that uh, salty island. And he's probably going into a, a, a very long time. And Fergie, God, she's defended him forever. Well, She could redo the song Stand By Your Man. You know, the man also, that no one wants anyone to, he, that, he that wants is, anyone to do with him. He has stood them. by her. Lori, yeah, come on, because she she's done her own. She always stuff. stands up for him. She does. Yeah. Anyway, of her children. I, I that's just a, an unsolvable problem is the best thing that came out of that because that's true. Yeah. So they know it and we know no, it now, the, and that's you know. a mutual. Everyone agrees. All right. right, we will be right back. This is Lori and Julia.